keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total F and Marks. It's time for the 2019 year end review. The award show, literally, no one asked for, but we're going to go through our picks of everything from best match of the year, best overall wrestler of the year. Best promo, worst of the year, all that stuff. We're going to go through it. we got a ton of categories. It's going to be a two-part episode. Zach, tee us off. So, award number one will go to promo of the year. Promo of the year. I think that's pretty easy. Really? That's me. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I want to hear you first. Then. I would have to say uh, Cody Rhodes, ungoddamn deniable. Wow. It was magical. That was the best promo of the year. I, would I think that was an easy one. I would say that is promo of the year. I'm also going to uh, switch this up. I hate to do this to you. What about heel promo of the year? Because Do we have that as a category later on? We don't, right? No, because here's the thing. I do agree that Cody had the best promo of the year with that promo. It was fucking awesome. And the crowd was so behind it, and it felt big. Um, Jericho's had great promos. I don't think he's had promo of the year. No, but I mean, no, this is from one being, promo. He's been killing it. Yeah, but that MJF promo. I don't know if we talked about it last time. That he had two weeks ago, I guess. Um, the way he speaks on the microphone in that promo is the future of the way promos are going to be. It was it flowed so well. It was so naturally a human being just talking shit, getting loud, speaking softly, it, uh, going here, going there, changing directions. It was so fucking good. But and I, I, I don't would think I've ever seen it before. As far as like it's so it's so much easier, you know, to be a heel than a face. So Yeah, yeah, no, Cody, like, Cody as far Party. as a, as far as like the fact that the best promo this year for both heels and faces was a face promo. Is a testament to how great that promo was. Zach, who, who, what did he get? What did he have for this? It's the Silver Spoon promo. That's yes. the best promo of the year. Absolutely, yeah. hands down. I'm gonna rewatch it when I fucking get home tonight because now I'm thinking about it. It gives me the that CM Punk feeling. Yeah, yes. it's of just, I love it's, wrestling because of yes. that. I love wrestling. The chills. Uh, the chills. Worst promo of the year. Fuck me. <laughs> Um, anytime I have an answer for that, no, uh, and I uh, believe it will be Lars Sullivan's Nightingale <laughs> promo. We talked about it on the show. I don't think there's been a worse promo than that. Um, I got you one. guys could prove me wrong. You're gonna say it doesn't count. I don't give a fuck. The segment is called like promo something. Uh, CM Punk on Tom Arnold was the worst promo <laughs> of the fucking year. It was a promo that was the whole idea of whatever All they were right, doing was fair. cut a promo on Tom Arnold, uh, and he did it, and it was the worst thing I've maybe ever seen. And uh, I've watched I watched a guy die at a water park once. You watched a guy die, die at, at a water, water park, park once, and that was worse. I feel like our demo is uh, people whose family members have died in water parks. <laughs> I think that's our number one demo. You guys are really big in that category. What about you, Zach? For worst promo of the year, I, I think I'm going to go with uh, like a di the most disappointing promo. And that's probably Ronda Rousey from earlier this year. When she first turned heel, I just... I My problem like, with that is that it was a really well-written promo that Paul Heyman wrote that for. That she delivered terribly. That she delivered terribly. Yeah. I don't uh, remember it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It was, and it's, it's, a, it's on paper, it's the promo is fire. Like, it's, it's, one of the, it's one of the few instances of wrestling 
where what was written is better than the performance. Yes. And you're like, how did she fuck this up? Yeah. Uh, but I still don't think it comes close to Nightingale or what Scott said. Um, most worst promos, like consistently, like really, you're. Well, this... we have a we have a category. Oh, okay, that's fuck like you. That. But Lana, we have two. We have two minutes. <laughs> we have so many fucking. Categories. Sorry, sorry. Okay, I won't get off track. Well, I've to realized... keep on this subject, best on the mic of the year overall. I mean, I think that's also pretty easy. Uh, do you have the same guy? Because I don't. Best on the mic all year. Chris all Jericho. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Yeah, I had, this, I had the same. Every single time he's grabbed a mic this year, he's made it fucking work. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's. You know, um, yeah, I would say there's no there's no one that comes close. What about you, Zach? It's Jericho. Yeah, yeah it's Jericho. It is Chris Jericho. Worst on the mic of the year. I would Lana. go with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Bobby Lashley and Lana as a fucking duo. Sure. Yeah, I'll with you. I'm with you guys. It well, it's it's like they were making it up on the spot. It was all bad. I think Lashley's worse than Lana because you could make the argument that Lana's getting actual heat and Lashley is getting nothing. But yeah. well, I don't know what it is. Lashley, man, dude, if if he if he was able to have like just a tenth more charisma, he would be a multiple time world champion. He needs you know? a new head. His head's fine. He looks the part. No, he's like, no, he's just he totally boring. looks the part. He's boring, dude. It, McMahon loves that. He's got a boring face. His a body is unreal. Smile. He needs a new head. Well, we'll send that to the keyboard wrestler factory. <laughs> Best package of the year. Uh, that's an easy one for me too. Really? Best package of the year. Without a doubt, Chris Jericho's response to Cody Rhodes. Oh, we consider that a package? Yeah, that's then a package. Fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes, it's that one. That thing was like so, like, so funny. It was funny. actually funny. Actually funny things in wrestling happen once every, like, four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> fuck yes. Uh, before that, I was actually going to say, um, I believe it was... Um, uh, Fuck, uh, David Starr versus maybe Jordan Devlin. They had like a phenomenal um, package that you could watch on YouTube uh, that a lot of people shared this year. And it was like, holy shit. No, man. I saw that. It was very good. Yeah, it was fantastic. Nice little honorable mention, I would say. Yes, for sure. What was the best story of the year? Best angle of the year? Scott, I'll let you take that first. Uh, let me see what I wrote down. I, um... This... I don't know if this is it's yeah I story within um it was so short lived though but that Kofi uh that Kofi like yeah. getting the championship thing was uh genuinely compelling and then um yeah I mean I, I Cody versus Dustin man that had me every package but that's I was not really into a story though it was it was just it not was. on television yeah. you just had to go to YouTube for it but it was Fantastic! That was a fantastic storyline. I think it's Cody versus Dustin, man. What about you, Zach? Uh, I'm torn between, and Scott's gonna really, really like this. The build up to the debut of the Fiend, the debut, the build okay, up sure, to sure. SummerSlam. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm that, okay with that. Those like few weeks. I have some I of have, the most I, compelling. In one of TV. our categories, I have, I have uh, Bray Wyatt winning, yeah, like well, for a good thing. Like so, I'm not, I'm not like. Yeah, so either that or Kofi Mania. Yeah. Also, guys, Jericho, Cody. Uh, there was it wasn't long enough, but yes. Yeah, but it was it was a right, it was the four weeks. Was it was a four week one. program, and every single week it was like of like shit of the year. Like it, it felt like that was the best thing that happened this year in wrestling. That was one of the coolest things that happened. Like what right. a flawless program. I got a ticket. All of that. So, fuck, I don't know, man. I'm going with Cody Jericho. Eat it. That's what I'm doing. Cody You're going Jer Cody I'm going Jericho. Cody Jericho was feud of the year for me, man. That shit was a blast. It, like, it rejuvenated wrestling. You talked so me into cool it. I changed my answer. It's Cody Jericho. It's Cody well. Jericho. That shit was uh, every week. He makes was, a good point. Every week, something it, amazing happened. Like, every uh, time. amazing, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also tough to, it's to say, right? Because it's like... You know, like uh, Naito and Abushi, like depending on how that ends at Wrestle Kingdom, could be story of the year. Sure, and we're just sure. doing this two weeks early. The New Japan, we talked about this. The New Japan stories are like three years long, though. So <laughs> yeah, you can't call yes. it story of the year because it's never one year. Yeah, exactly. It's never it's over. All... Yeah. 
All right, next one would be worst story of the year. Um, this is this is a no brainer. If no you brainer. say if you say anything other than Rusev, Lana, Bobby Lashley, you're lying. You're forcing something. You think that that was the worst story of the year? Absolutely. Every single. I time. actually am going to give it to Maria Canales' baby daddy because it never paid off. Ooh. It never paid off, guys. At I least, forgot it happened. Yes, at least at least we had a, we had art made for it. You you photoshopped it. I know I'm an idiot. I, I I'd have to say the Maria one because they never paid it off. I mean, she's yeah, going to have this kid. Yeah, but maybe and they just dropped it. But that's what maybe that's what needed to happen. You know. Maybe that's what makes the Lashley one worse. It's well, just because it's, it's going because on it's longer. it's still happening and it doesn't seem Yeah, but to you end. can make the argument with the Lashley promo is that like Rusev is still really over now. He's probably more over than he was when he first came back. Okay, if you are being exposed to the worst thing you've ever watched, would you rather that thing randomly end or continue to happen? I'd rather the worst thing I ever watched to randomly end. And so therefore, Lana, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, worst feud of the year because you're still fucking torturing me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I have to go with Maria just because. I mean, in the beginning though, I kind of liked it. Maybe you're right. Beginning was so crazy. I was, I was like, this is it, uh, this is the same storyline just on crazy. steroids, kind of. This is the same storyline with people in a higher position on on the card. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, what do you got for next, us next? Zach? Up is best recurring. Wait, segment. what was your worst storyline of the year? Oh, uh, Seth Bray because they kill something I loved. Uh, best recurring That's segment. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Best recurring segment here. I love that answer. <laughs> this is no no brainer for me, but Firefly Funhouse. Best recurring segment of the year, without a doubt. That has been like as far as like if you want to consider like a new Piper's Pit or whatever the fuck, even though it's not really that. But as far as Scott looks like he's about to jump <laughs> out of his skin. No, and no, have no. A I get why you would beat say me that. to death. I get why you would say. But that. like when we first. Uh, like when we first, you know, started seeing these vignettes with the puppets and then like the, you know, the buzzard and shit, like we were all like, this is going to fucking stink. And then he did it and it was great. It was awesome. And then, you know, like um, the muscle man dance. That was fun. There was a lot of really fun stuff that happened. Sure. And it's recurring. You can do it, you know, forever. You ready for this? Okay. I don't think it's that. It's second. I think that's second. I think that's the second best recurring thing. Uh, nothing on AEW has been recurring. It's too short-lived. New Japan uh, like doesn't do that <laughs> shit. New Japan isn't a bunch of fucking losers, okay? These are real men. Uh, um, that segment where at the end of it, they, the winner says thank you <laughs> to the crowd. <laughs> that, that segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, best recurring segment, and you might say this is not a recurring segment, uh, the 24-7 title. I thought it, I'll, I'll consider that. Yeah, that that's was a recurring like, segment. It's a recurring segment. It's a recurring yeah. segment. It's that's, like, come on, man, that hasn't overstated its welcome. It's never been a bother. It's I mean, it hasn't been a bother, me. but it's, it, per, it's like perfectly placed on the show yeah, every time. It's never betrayed you, okay, me. Okay, Firefly uh, Funhouse, fun. or well, what's your answer? Well, my answer is my answer is the Firefly Funhouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can understand why that's that's not a. Bad I would say segment. that's a recurring segment, though. Yeah, You're right. Four seven title. It's like always been kind of fun. It's always the same people. Yeah, and even when it's not good, it's not like stab me in the back. Exactly. Like I, it's trending on Twitter the next day because it's so bad. No, bad. it isn't like the legends reunite to do a segment bad. Yeah, and bad. It's a, it's although a, they did do that. It's with an it. interesting thing. I think they had Medusa beat it. They found a way to get like not even just five guys extra TV time. They found a way to get like twenty five people TV time. Every that is week. true. It's like it's an interesting thing. It's well, just interesting. Dra- it, it did help Drake Maverick. Maybe it got yeah, and and it like got Drake up over more over than Seth Rollins this year, dude. For it to be so enjoyable that I forget that that title is like holy shit awful, like the way it visually looks, it it wins, man. Zach, you got Firefly. Yeah, it's a Firefly Funhouse, but I can and it probably is Firefly Funhouse. But (laughs) come on, guys, what is the best gear, the coolest gear of the year? I have my answer. It's uh, Johnny Gargano's gear. Oh, my God. At every takeover. Here's the thing. Here's the twist. Uh, Here's the twist. It's fine, but I mean... On anybody else. Like, the gear is actually the best gear. Like, whoever's making that gear fucking rules. They get the concept down. It looks really cool. It just doesn't look 
great on uh, a short guy. I don't. I, how can you even say that? I feel like there's like one clear winner here, which is Velveteen Dream. 100%. Fuck me, it's Velveteen Dream. <laughs> you know, like, there's yeah, nobody else. It's Velveteen Dream. Like, and I think the second maybe would be, like, Alistair Black. No. But that's mostly his, like... Alistair Black ain't wearing shit. Tattoos. Dude, that's tattoos. Gear. That's gear, I guess. No, no, it's not. Uh, but I think I think without a doubt that Velveteen is the best uh, wrestling gear. Do we have a worst gear? Yes, we, we do. do. Yes, we do. Gear. And easy what's peasy. The next, what's the next category? What's the next category? Yeah. What's the worst gear of the year? Here we go. I gotta give it to Ricochet. Dude, for that's not fair. Events. Yeah, I got to give it to him because to have a body like that and to hide it from the world is a, is a damn sin. That is a damn sin. I do agree. He, I mean, that's SummerSlam outfit. He's had some outfits that have been I like don't even think he fucking should wear horrendous. tights. He I looks think he like, needs a, undies. like a discarded DC Comics character. Okay, I'll agree with you. It's not great, but it's not I'm, bad. I'm not talking dude. about his it's normal cool. gear. His normal gear. I'm talking about his special occasion yeah, gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time he did it where it was like... I don't, I don't know the comic. It was like, like Nightwing or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know? Yeah, that was the terrible, The first time, dude. I thought it was cool. It was interesting because oh. I felt like I, I was actually watching the... a superhero in a wrestling match. It, I, I kind of had fun with it. I was probably high, uh. but I was having fun <laughs> with it. I think the worst gear of the year, easily, Baron fucking Corbin. He is the worst. I mean, it's pretty bad. His character should just be his head. Like they should, he should be like it should just. I'm the headless no, guy. I will it should say be like Pee Wee Herman I will level say shit. This. I do. I did appreciate the fact that for the king and the crown, like the 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 king outfit, that they at least did like kind of like a Game of Thrones thing rather than just do their old school. Because before that, they were just using the original like King of the Ring, the the, the fucking shit. Now, everybody. My idea used. was great to have Joe win and have it be like a fucking Samoan. <laughs> You know, like made out of, you know. What is what does that mean? Mud or what, whatever. What, oh, oh god! I just was like, I'm gonna. You That's can not offensive. Thought until it gets racist. How cool would that be? <laughs> I love Scott. Like Scott's education only gets him to like a certain level where then it's like. You know what they need to do? You know, next like time. foreign people when they play with mud. Give them the next King of the Ring winner if they yeah. do it next year. A thorny crown. Oh, so they, they take it like be... I'm the King of Kings. Well, oh, that's well, thorny crown. Well, but, so, but does he bleed? No, Darby but he like, Allen, but he like right? takes the role. So sorry for he Darby takes like a Christ-like role. That's where you got to go in the direction. Like this is easy to write fucking wrestling. King of the Ring. Okay, what types of kings have there been? And then you go from there, motherfucker. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just think it's an outdated concept in general. They they should just have a. They should oh, what a monarchy? It. Hey, we have a lot of fucking English fans. Okay. <laughs> Do you think the monarchy know. has power? I don't know. <laughs> It's just wait, like a, wait, it's like a wait, fancy. Do you thing think now. the queen and king actually have power? Well, what in do England? they do? Well, do you they think help? they have power? I think they assist. No, with they power. don't. They don't. They don't assist at all. No, they're just, it's just a ceremonial position. That's it. Basically, yeah. What a fucking. That's why they have parliament? What a waste of my time. It's <laughs> no. all time. No, the queen doesn't like decide policy. I say that's ridiculous. And fucking Donald Trump is president. So, yeah. uh, what do you think is the worst gear of the year, Zach? I think Baron Corbin looks like a backyard wrestler. He's the worst. That's crazy. He does. It's all bad. You know what and, it is? Because he he's a fat guy who got skinny, and he got skinny in a weird way. Yeah. Well, because he didn't. He doesn't have enough muscle. Like he didn't gain enough muscle. He lost enough fat. He didn't gain enough muscle. And now we have Baron Corbin. <laughs> That's it. His gear sucks. Oh, also, like almost everybody in AEW. True. Guys, this gear, Dark Order. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's that's almost awesome. insulting. What do you say? This Baron like- Corbin. Isn't even wearing wrestling Dude, when you, gear. When you when you said that when, I, when you just brought up Dark Order, uh, I was Ooh. like, their gear together doesn't make any. I I think I may have to change my vote and say the Dark Order's gear together. Like one of them's wearing a kilt and the other one's dressed like you know like we said before the uh, the wrestler from Billy Madison. <laughs> so it's like like um, exactly it, 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 it makes no sense that they're together they, the gear doesn't matter uh, yeah i would have to go with the dark waters worst gear of the year forget my other opinion uh, ricochet how about you zach for worst gear of the year yeah. or the you next said Corbin already yeah so right, what are we on to next next best theme song of the year easy that's easy Fucking for me easy, too dude. judas oh I become, I become, I become man. I become, I become, I become man. A Judas in, a Judas in my mind. It's fucking awesome, dude. I mean, it's great in the sense that, like, 
you know, like he, he, I'm walking he, on out he, to he, the he, ring. He, he, he composed his own theme song. I think that's the best. Well, he, like, no, he composed coolest. a song and then it became his theme song. When he first walked out with that shit, was it Wrestle Kingdom? He fucking walks out. It's like, yeah, this guy has a fucking, that's a good song. It's not a bad song. It's not a good song. It's not a bad song. It's not a good it's song. It's not a bad song. I think, it, I think it would qualify. Everybody in the center of this country. There is no by way that that's a bad. <laughs> Fozzie does not does not have a lot of listeners. Fozzie plays the venues that Fozzie's I. Fozzie's got listeners. Fozzie's got listeners, dude. Do Fo- does Fozzie have listeners, Zach? Fozzie I was think they number do pretty one well in Europe. on the metal charts. They do well in Europe. I think so. <laughs> no, 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 no. They used to do well so. in Europe. That was the big thing. They used to do well in Europe, but that was like when we couldn't check those those facts. That was like in the 90s where we were like, okay, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm lying. We, we were able to know. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is this is a legitimate hit. Judas was like number one on the metal charts. I, I think this is a no I mean, whatever brainer, else is actually on the metal that, charts. But I would go with the Undisputed Errors theme. Uh, Without a doubt. It's the fucking sing it, sing thing. it, dude. Da-na, da-na. You know, like I, I can't sing right now because my fucking do the lyrics though. Well, it's a theme. Exactly. <laughs> I become, I become, I become. I need something Zach, to what say. Would you say. I don't even know what I was gonna say anymore. I think the undisputed era is definitely up there. Yeah, it's up there, but it's not fucking Judas I, in my mind. I do like Judas a lot. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. <laughs> you're not gonna turn on the radio. I mean, I guess if we go by, we, we you hey, know, like this, when you're driving through like you shit, still Bill, Pennsylvania, that and you're like, wait, there's stations like this that exist. And yeah, I've become, I've become, I've become. Like at least it's on the radio, though. You would never hear Undisputed Era on the radio, like their theme. Yeah, but the you'd hear that their 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 theme. You'd hear in a lot of fucking commercials. You would like I get a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial or like something like that. I could see that that theme. I mean, also it's like, what are we counting? Like, it's, like I love Brock Lesnar's theme, but it's just it's great. It's yeah, it's great, but it's been around forever, dude. Yeah, it's Judas, like did you see the Undertaker? I think it's great because it follows with Brock Lesnar walking out. I think that's yeah. what I mean, that's I literally one of the things think that makes that song great. To music, like we, it's a real song, guys. <laughs> it has like a chorus and everything. I didn't realize you were gonna be so touchy about this. That was my number one on Spotify. I, become, I, become, I think like I, I think I know what I'm getting you for Christmas gotta be vinyl bitch <laughs> <laughs> all right what's our next award category zach best announcer uh this for me was pretty easy no don't just, say it you're kevin wrong. kelly in new japan kevin kelly in new japan is right no it is you're gonna say morrow no I, w- I would say kevin kelly yeah. is without a doubt Mama the best mia. Especially, Here he goes again. <laughs> Gone for a week. <laughs> what, 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 what's reflect on how great Kevin Kelly is? Like, I, this is the first year um, that I saw the G1 as it happened. I didn't just watch highlights. I watched the matches as they happened. He uh, got me as as a new, you know, like, he was able to get me into it, uh, reacquaint me with all the stories. Remember, they really only had one big new signing this year, which was Kenta. Mm-hmm. That was it. And he made it feel like a huge deal after... Some of their biggest stars in the world left before the G1 happened. Kevin Kelly and, Do- I mean, Don Callis hasn't really worked for them this year. But Don Callis was the best guy in commentary, and he was in New Japan. Now he's, like, tied up with TNA, I guess. But Kevin Kelly is the best commentary guy, and I'm going to bring it up a bit later. I don't want to spoil anything. But Kevin Kelly, man. Fuck yes. What's your opinion, Zach? Uh, I think you guys are probably right, but I think Nigel McGinnis is probably... One okay. of the one of the new best color guys and Joe, yeah. if you you know well, if you, uh, Joe, yeah. props to Joe for sure, yeah. killing it. I think Nigel really helped one of my favorite matches this year. Tyler yeah. Bate Walter is mm. just he 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 makes that match so much better. Yeah, even the match even being as amazing as it That's is. That's true. He really elevates it. So yeah, no wrong answers here. I mean, there is. There's like four or five. There's also answers. like I, you know like there's like. I would say, like, who's the best generic announcer? And then they'd be like, I guess Tom Phillips. Yeah. Like, he's a guy who's like, you never get angry at, and he's doing the Michael Cole skit. Yeah. Skit. Best busy. female announcer, guys. I mean, is Isn't it just, it just Phoenix? Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just Renee Young. So someone, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. No, Renee Young doesn't do it anymore, dude. Yeah, it's Beth Phoenix. <laughs> you got to start paying attention to wrestling. 
<laughs> no, I do. I just I thought she was taking a no. I do. I do. I do. Well, on that note, worst announced earlier. Um. Oh, I had this. Okay, so it is Renee Young. <laughs> so you Renee, Young, Renee man, Young is the worst announcer. Uh, yeah, year? here's why, man. Uh, when Michael Cole plugs the shit, I expect it. And there's moments, there's moments where I actually think Michael Cole is watching what's on the monitor and not just like repeating something verbatim. Renee Young, it literally sounded like a, like a soundboard of somebody. It sounded like they were pushing a button every time she spoke. I mean, she wasn't. Well, she's she's the first one to say she wasn't great in that role, but and I like her. I like. I her guess a lot. He's, I'd still have to say just Michael Cole because it's more of indicting not Michael Cole as an as a commentator because I didn't mind Michael Cole when he started, you know, in the mid in the late mid to yeah. nineties. He was just like he was a fine backstage and interview. He was, in, you know, but I think because. I think what I'm trying to say is Vince McMahon is the worst announcer of the year. Yeah, <laughs> because, yes, you know, yes. uh, because Michael Cole is essentially just parroting and whatever also, hey, fucking Vince is to, doing. Props to Corey Graves in the sense that, like, we easily would want to hate the fuck out of this guy. No, he's very good. Yeah, but but a lot of the internet doesn't like him. I don't like him. You don't like him? No, I, said, no, I think he's a pretty good heel. Commentator, and I think his podcast is pretty good too. He's a good, he is a he's a he's a good heel commentator. Yeah, like Zach, do you have an answer? Uh, yeah, it's to no fault of her own, Renee Young, yeah. but it's not her fault. No, it's not her fault. She yeah. shouldn't have been there. She shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. No. Yeah. Unfortunately, I agree. And and I don't mean I don't even mean in the position to do commentary. I mean in the position to uh, be She's yelled at by a man in her earpiece. You know what I mean? Like it's. Startling. Yeah, it's and and I also think like there's like a you know I don't know man there's like and then what do we count like do we count the one time you know Shawn Michaels did commentary on you know like we can't get into the mm. weeds too much. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Who was the most improved wrestler of the year? Oh, that's easy. Mine's awesome. So you say yours. Well, mine's easy, which is uh, John Moxley, without a doubt. Oh, oh fuck me! Because he, uh, you know, I mean, his transformation in New Japan is, inc- is yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's Moxley. Was that yeah. an improvement though? Because I feel like he always had that in him, and oh. he just he just never really had a chance. Well, who knows? You could say that about a lot of people. You could say that about Tony Nese. And sure, Tony okay. Nese, you know, had a you know breakout year like where he became a new persona and still wrestled that well. Yeah. So like you, okay. I I, I like the Moxley thing because you're right. Like. Those New Japan matches are some of my favorite matches of the year. Two of yeah. them. Yeah, and also great. like runner up for his gear in New Japan is is was was great. Yeah, I don't know so why simple. he's not doing that anymore. I don't know why they're they're, they're having it's very simple and cool. Yeah, and look like an actual guy who wants to fight you. you know? Yeah, like not those pants don't anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, fuck. Okay, he looks like say you the could beat your ass. Yeah. Most improved. Most improved of the year. I like what he said about improved, and it kind of works with my thing. And you're gonna go, what? How? Will Osprey? Here is why. And Ricochet hasn't done this yet. Will Osprey? All those complaints people had about like guys like Osprey and Ricochet. Oh, you're doing flips and then getting up and all this chain wrestling and whatever, whatever. Will Ospreay shut those people the fuck up? He punches like he's knocking you the fuck out. Mm. That fucking uh. Blade? Hidden Blade, he calls it. Yeah. Hidden Blade is like one yeah, of the best Yeah, but is that he was he still he still wrestled really well last year. No, no, no. This motherfucker gained weight. He yeah. worked up to the heavyweight division and like legitimately went from look. His matches were always great, but this is like yeah. I mean, I still like his old stuff harder. with Riddle he's and shit like that. Literally gotten stronger. Like I've watched Will Osprey be able to pick up guys he could not the year prior. The man has built himself to like be. The best in the world, you know, yeah, not just like, oh, he's technically the best. It's like, no, he is telling the best story. He's connecting the best. Everything looks somehow legitimate, even though he's doing flips. He's improved the best. And Ricochet, it still doesn't connect. It hasn't translated. It, ha- it doesn't translate. Although, who knows? He hasn't improved like, like uh, Osprey has. <laughs> who knows where Ricochet would be if he was an AEW or if he was at New Japan? Whether or not, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, we had it, if we had it switched, whether or not we'd be saying the same thing about very Osprey. True, very true. Rick Osprey's amazing in the ring, but did you character. say you're most improved? Uh, no, but I think you talked me into Will Osprey because it's a really good uh, argument to make that he started great. He was, but great. he somehow became better. He became the, year. the best yeah. in the world yeah. at professional wrestling. That's pretty good. That's a fucking improvement. Uh, manager of the year. 
We talked about this. We before. talked about this yeah. before. I, I think you have to say Heyman still, even though um, I mean, there's an argument for Sami Zayn because he's kind of starting to like put this faction together. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I just don't think he's where uh, where where Heyman is on the mic, and no. as far as. You know, it's like there's really not managers anymore. So that's, I mean, it's like what Paul Heyman versus the Bunny. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> you know, like who else right. is she going? Like, like Sami Zayn is like a second. What other managers? Zayn second, and then like maybe I'll give him first just because he's there more. But can you do that? I don't know. Yeah, but it's Zayn and Heyman. I mean, they're the only ones competing against each other. There's I mean, you else. could say that, like you know. Uh, was Leo Rush this year, or was that last year? No, Leo Rush was... was the very, very, was very beginning, beginning of the year. year. He, was yeah. he was good. I liked him. He was, he was Leo good. Rush was like... I, but also, it's just because there's no managers. But when Leo Rush started managing Bobby Lashley, I, I really liked it. I loved no, I it. Thought he, I, thought, I thought he did I really well. Um, especially... I actually liked Leo better than the Zane thing, because here's my issue with the Zane thing. I go, why? Why? Why are you managing him? Why are you not wrestling? Can you explain any of this to me? They haven't explained it totally, but I mean... It seems like he's like I'm going with the best workers in the company. Yeah. Even though Nakamura, although he's one of the best workers of all time, you know, like Maybe. we consider his work in New Japan, but in WWE, it hasn't really been that. No. Yeah. Zach, do you have a different answer for that? For magic? No, it's it's Heyman because there's no other option. Unfortunately, yeah, right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You just right. I wonder. If that's probably what. Which it was is like, not but, a good thing. This is not a good thing. But I, I, Here, like, I don't know though because it was probably like. Like every like Keenan probably would have won what like ten years in a row, right? Yeah, yes, for sure. But it's there just, were other options. Yeah. There were other options. But he still would have won. I used to like that guy. Who's that guy? My name is Armando <laughs> Alejandro. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, why did they fire him? He was he pretty fucking good. rules. He must have like touched somebody inappropriately. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What? Because they Made need that guy. No, Vince hates managers. He Vince fuck, hates that guy managers. rules. He hates managers. It's weird. I mean, it's, managers it's really, exist, though. It's it's a very weird thing that he hates, but he hates them. We all love managers, and, and Vince McMahon has proven that he hates us. Managers is a very occasions. 80s thing, though. And not just in wrestling and everything. I feel yeah. like comedy managers were a big deal. Comedy managers, yeah, I mean... And now, they're a, irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, that's actually true, though, but anyway. Uh, everything's a big deal until, you know... You get there, and then all of a sudden, it seems like it's not a big deal. My manager does great for me, but fuck you, Dan. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. I'll go with Paul Heyman. Zach, what's next? Best on social media. I mean, that's so easy too. It is easy, but I want to give somebody an an honorable mention. I might actually say the person is technically better. Okay, what's that? Let's say the main guy at this. At the same time, ready? Three, two, mm. one. Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy rules. Let's talk about his He's everything here. I want to be. <laughs> the fucking just <laughs> very simple boob jokes, <laughs> poop jokes. Last week. We're chilling. Like, yeah. I'll fucking flush your head down a toilet type shit. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. love this guy. Wrestling stupid. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He's just like he doesn't care. He's just the man. He's the man. He got drunk and got probably an extra million dollars on his contract a year yep. for getting drunk and going on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Posting that fucking elite thing. Uh, that uh, po- that picture. Just like randomly like, chiming drunk. in on people's conversations <laughs> yeah. by like not saying anything constructive. Just being yeah. an ass. And you know what? He did. One time he bitched. He did. He did. And it, and it was totally valid. He was like, man, I really feel bad for people who didn't see me and AJ's match. It was a really good match. Yeah. After Mania. Yeah. Which is true. It was a very good match. But apparently a whole section of people couldn't Randy see Randy Orton. Honorable mention. Oni Lorkin. Oni Larkin. Oh, I don't really follow him. Dude, he's so... There's something about him that's, like, genuinely funny. Like, the way you follow some comics, because they're just kind of odd and different on social media. This fucking guy was so funny, man. He acted like him and Vince were, like, friends. Like, he would just, like, (laughs) post things, like... Just, like, the most random, absurd (laughs) shit. So actually funny. Uh, Everything in caps. Just, like, a different dude altogether. Very funny. And I'm glad he was released. I hope, like, he... 
finds. Is he you know, released, or I thought he signed a new deal? Or he, or he's trying to. He signed a new deal. He yeah, did. Yeah, yeah he signed a new deal. Bummer. No, well, maybe they promised weird him a guy. huge push. Yeah, he's different. Zach, who do you got? I think the the correct answer is Randy Orton. You guys yes. are right. Yes. But I want to give a quick honorable mention for one single tweet that just really made me laugh, which was the CM Punk response to WWE Twitter saying, I bet CM Punk is watching this match closely, and he sends a picture of him watching the hockey game. That <laughs> is so funny. It was great. It, I, got, I got a huge laugh. Oh, God. That is God. fantastic. It's also irritating because you know he still has it in him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. You know he still has it in him. There was one guy, uh, honorable mention, who responded to G- uh, Jim Cornette. Uh, and it was one of the funniest things that I read this year. I think you or Mike sent it to me. Where like he called like Cornette was talking about how goofy and fake AEW was or mm-hmm. whatever, and then the guy like gave a sincere response about like how you ruined tennis rackets for me, is he? Oh so, yeah, he like literally yeah. exposed wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he just exposed. Wrestling. Um. Oh, also shout out to fucking David Starr on Twitter. I mean, it's super hyper, hyper, hyper political, but I've never seen him be wrong. I've never seen someone like um crush him like polit- like usually guys have missteps. And yeah. then, like, especially when they talk so much about politics or the way things should be run, he he's always, like, able to fucking handle it. He seems like a really bright guy, and he fucking shits on <laughs> WWE, shits on, like, oh, he just gets, unjust uh, things. He's a bad motherfucker, man. He fights Cornette, uh, David Starr, and Orton. What do you got, Zach? But Orton uh, calling out the 69 degrees in his room is still the best thing that happened this year. Love it. <laughs> Who's the worst on social media? Oh, we probably all know the answer for that, too. It's got to be Seth Rollins. It's Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, and he, Will Ospreay. They're both really? Ba- they're both bad Ospreay isn't great, but I Ospre- think Ospreay bad. messed up a few times. He just says things that are, I don't know, a little too cocky, a little too, I don't know. He's very good. Well, yeah, obviously, but but yeah, Seth Rollins has let his emotions get the best of him. I mean, he's essentially at this point, like at one point in like September, like responding to people with two followers, very insecure, very uncomfortable. Yeah, he doesn't understand what the mute button. How, it's how the mute button. Seth works. Rollins, and look, Chris Jericho had some amazing tweets. But Chris Jericho also said some goofy <laughs> shit where you're just like, what are you doing being well, drunk? Well, let's face it, man. Like, Go Chris Jericho, he's, he's drunk. He's got to be drunk the whole time. You know? <laughs> like, and I, I didn't put this on here, but if we had to do best wine of the year, I mean, I still think it's probably Jericho going, I think you're a piece of shit <laughs> to Jungle Boy. Oh, I mean, yes. Like, <laughs> like just one single wine, not the yeah. promo itself. But when he, he just calls Jungle Boy a piece of piece shit. Piece of shit. Love it. Uh, no, actually, you know what? I thought Batista's one-line promo was really fun, too. After he showed the package of him kicking Triple H's ass, he just goes, Triple H, kiss my ass. <laughs> he said, Hunter, kiss my ass. Is Batista coming back left. in 2020? He, he's coming back in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. So he'll do like a... Uh... I think his speech will be great. Yes, I'm sure. You think he'll invite some of the Guardians? Um, maybe. I mean, I don't know if they would go. But who's he having inducted? Chris Pratt it's would maybe good, go because right? Arnold Arnold's been inducted. Chris Pratt stayed and no, married Arnold's daughter. Wait, Chris Pratt married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I was gonna marry Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, uh, Zach, anyway. Zach, did you answer this for worst on social media? Yeah, it's it's Seth Rollins. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins. Uh, best. Debut. I have this. Let me see. Let's go to the notes. My answer is AEW Dynamite. I love that answer. What a fucking adorable, perfect, exact answer. Yeah, I mean, I went with with John Moxley, but I guess you could say that that's the same thing. John Moxley at Double or Nothing. Um. Oh, nice yeah. I mean, there. yeah. So th- that's what I had. I had Moxley at Double or Nothing. Absolutely shocking. But uh, you could say AEW for sure. But AEW Dynamite is the, the best answer ever. 
I love that answer. answer ever. I love that answer so well, much. Like, like, like last week, last week we shit on the last episode that we saw uh, that we watched of AEW. But it started really strong. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, there's still been a lot of great programming. We're talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite fucking rules. Okay, there are two things that uh, make me want to end my life on it, <laughs> which is pretty good compared so to what. Yeah. A lot of things want to make you end your life. There are things in, on AEW Dynamite that are absolutely magic. And yeah. I'm rooting for, for them. I think God everybody and their mother is rooting for AEW to Hells do well yeah. just I so agree. these guys get paid more. Yes, sir. Worst match of the year. Easy. Well, fucking Yeah, that's peasy. easy. Seth Rollins yep. versus uh, The Fiend yep. in a Hell in a Cell match at a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Yes. Under red lights. Can we we should just recap it again. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I think we need to because it, it could be worst match of the decade. Okay. It really could be the worst match of the decade because I, I forgot how bad this match was. Um, this match made, and I think this is another category, but if, for me, it made the whole event the worst event of the year. Like, what else was on that event? Because in the beginning, they had an awesome match with Sasha and Becky and Hell in a Cell, which was really good. Oh, that was such a great match. Some really fun spots. Uh, and it wasn't, it was, it was okay until, you know, we got to that match. And that match was so fucking bad. I think for me, it made the whole event suffer. It was bad on like a ton of levels, too. The I mean, red lights. So this is the first time we saw the red lights, right? Correct. Yes. First time we saw the red lights, and it Did was... Did we not see him for Balor at SummerSlam? No. no was that no, no, black no, yeah. or regular? It was regular lights? It was just regular lights. And it... I mean, it's it's more than off-putting. It's, it's Red like, cell, red lights. It's one of the worst decisions ever made in wrestling. I mean, what's a worse decision than that? I mean, the cartoon mallet... The Seth Rollins, Rollins literally terrible killing Seth Rollins Bray Wyatt. like stomping the fuck out of him and nothing and then like throwing everything on him and then the finish they fucking stop the match they stop a hell in a cell match because uh, of a disqualification too much violence it's very yeah. bad it, it was it was the worst match of the year um but there was one that was it's at least in the discussion uh, Goldberg versus The Undertaker That's what I was going to say Is that the, fa the fact that this was the worst match of the year And it was the same year that we got Undertaker And Goldberg in Saudi Arabia Is a true testament to how bad Hell yep. in a Cell was But the Goldberg-Taker uh, match Was about 25 minutes shorter than that well, but I remember the Goldberg yeah. Taker match being very long though. It, was, it had like 10 minute entrances But the match no, itself it was, was pretty like short. 10 minutes Oh, I thought it was a long And they match. also, I mean, like, he got dinged pretty early. Goldberg yeah. got dinged Yeah, well, early. I remember initially watching it Goldberg's and liking pretty it. annoying. I liked the first couple too. minutes of Goldberg Taker. Exactly. It's not even yeah. in the same universe as how bad yeah, I liked as, it, being, as, as there being a disqualification in a Hell in a Cell match. Yes. And, and then basically, it was basically a weapons match. It was like, and you know, it was like a sword fight rather than a wrestling and match. And the botched jackhammer that almost killed the undertaker is better than anything that happened in the hell in a cell match you're right i watched yeah. it a bunch of times with with a smile on my face i think yeah i would watch. <laughs> oh my god okay yeah, well here's the real question would you rather watch that hell in a cell match three times or the undertaker goldberg match 10 times and i would say undertaker goldberg 10 times yes yeah. yes Ten you're times. you're 100 right i'll watch 100 times before i watch that other match it's once. so bad yeah it was it, really it was, it was really really terrible it fucking sucks. Bray Wyatt doesn't suck. The Fiend fucking sucks. It's fair. At times. <laughs> at times it's fair. The Fiend is always bad. So we'll end it on a high note. Best match of the year. Last of the part one. Well, this for me was very tough. Um, it was almost impossible. It was very tough because uh, of the G1. And, you know, you know, I want to give an honorable mention to every match. <laughs> almost every match in the G1. You know, like there, there's just so much good wrestling in that in uh, at the G1 this year. If you could, you know, the the Abushi uh, Akata match, the uh, Moxley and Ishii match. You know, I'm sure I'm forgetting a, a ton. I also want to, you know, throw a shout out to uh, you know Cody and Dustin because I thought they had a great match emotionally. Um, but as far as like payoff. Uh, I would have to say Kofi versus Brian at Mania. 
because of the emotions that were involved. And technically, was it technically was it the best match this year? Was it Osprey versus you know uh, Dragon Lee or whatever the fuck? This what his name is, right? Yeah, Dragon Lee. Was yeah, right. that happened. He's got like a new name now. I, I mean, was it Osprey versus anybody? You know, literally like, like, anybody. Well, technically, yeah, no, it like uh, no, because Osprey Okada was terrific in the G One, and you know, Osprey's had such terrific matches. I mean, but I, I think I still think the best match of the year for me was Daniel Bryan versus Kofi. I can't remember anything love, that happened in the match. I, I love the finish. I love the final moments of the match when Kofi stomped back, and then yeah, oh, one yeah, with yeah, Trouble yeah. Paradise. I love them. I love the kids being in the ring and then bringing out the new title. Yeah, but uh, remember the last time that happened? No, Jesus Christ! I'm just saying. No, come on. History repeats itself. No. Okay. That's horrible. Don't I know, fucking say that about Kofi Kingston. I just thought it though. You will get Kofi's face and you'll get Chris Benoit's face, and there's no fucking. There's. Uh, I'm sorry. There's no. You don't judge a book by its cover, okay? Even if one of those books is in the murder mystery <laughs> section, <laughs> and one is if in you the. You saw Chris Benoit <laughs> at a bar, at a deli or a bar. Like you know, you would leave the bar. Like he had a terrifying face. Even don't. don't that's a horrible thing okay, to predict. Okay, okay, okay. What okay, a whatever. horrible thing uh, to say. Shut up. And I'm not okay. one of those people. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. Here's oh man, this is really difficult. I got a few matches of the year. The one that I'm like constantly wanting to uh, repeat watch mm-hmm. is um, Will Ospreay versus uh, Shingo. I don't even remember when it was. It was it was during the uh, yeah. I mean, I rewatched this great. Fuck, fuck. It wasn't. It was Best of the Super, Super Juniors. Juniors yeah. It was Best of the Super Juniors uh, mi- beginning of the you're, year. You're right. Talking about the one right before he fights Dragon Lee, right? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! I mean, this match is like it is so fucking good, man. I I don't know. I, I just can't explain it. It just felt so like authentic. It was like uh, it was 2019 encapsulated. Like if this is like the best wrestling year ever when it comes to like bell, bell to bell, bell to bell. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I'm not I saying it had the better. best match ever. I can't uh, think of a better in 2019. But no, I mean, like look, quantity when you think and quality. 2019 is the best year for for matches. Absolutely. Yes. And when you think like when you think of like. You know that that the latter match, the, the New Day and uh, Revival, like uh, just having probably not even being in the top one hundred, and that was a great match. Yeah, yeah, not you know, even in the like top definitely not top fifty, maybe top one hundred, definitely not top fifty. No, uh, and it was, and and that was a great match. It was, it was a year just filled with yeah tremendous matches. Uh, yeah, so I think that match because if you would go, what is professional wrestling in 2019? I would give anybody that fucking match, you know. Um, then also, Cody Dustin was the first time in forever where it was um, start to fi- the Kofi Bryan match. Towards the end, I started getting into the idea of what was happening in the match and Kofi finally winning the title, but. Um, but Cody Dustin, like start to finish, I was captivated, and then the way it ended. Uh, well, I, I will definitely. I you know, need my brother, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, well, I have dude! That for something else, but I cried. But yeah, I would. I, I mean, I, I'm just gonna give it to Kofi and Brand. Also, because it's at WrestleMania, and I know that's a prejudiced thing to say, but. It is still the fucking biggest wrestling event of the year. You know, like wrestling. Mm, yeah, but it's pretty not good. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's still like to pull off that match at WrestleMania. I thought it was pretty incredible. I don't know. What do you think, Zach? I don't know, man. That's eh. This is was really tough for everything you guys said because this year just had so many incredible matches. Yeah. So I just went with the most biased pick I could probably pick, which was I'm an NXT guy through and through. Hell yeah. Okay. And I was there, so I got to watch it happen live. Well, I saw the Kofi thing happen live, too. Yeah. But, uh, my number one of the year was Cole Gargano in the two out of three falls match. A lot of people would agree with you on. Okay, that, that was a great match. Also, I didn't say I didn't say wildest, my favorite match. It was the wildest live match experience I've ever had. It was great, but did it have it a little perfect. bit too much of? This is my question. Of moves. Because I and, and I love no 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 I love John I actually love John Cena versus Roman Reigns at No Mercy. But you know what? How you, it felt like by the end of that match, you're like, all right, you guys are now like, yeah, finisher, like super, finisher. like finisher, finisher. This I is mean, this is my point where it's a, it's a totally biased thing because yeah, like objectively you can look at it and go, oh, they just hit a bunch of finishers in the mm-hmm. end. But being in that crowd, they had you on every single one. Like yeah. the Roman Reigns yeah. Cena one, 
you know the the second f uh, fu I was gonna call it the the second attitude adjustment wasn't gonna beat him. You knew that. Yeah. But yeah. every finish, every false finish of that Gargano Cole match had everyone in that crowd. And yeah. That was wild. It was a um, wild night. Also, a note um, because I actually had it as my number one, and now I changed my mind because I think it's gonna be that Osprey Shingo match. But Tanahashi versus Kenny Omega, I know it was in the first three days of whatever. Yeah, no, that counts. That great match was unreal. And it's the storytelling. Best match this year. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's had like four. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kevin Kelly's commentary on that match made me feel like I was watching one of the most important things in the history of um, foreign wrestling. It felt in. It felt unlike anything I've ever watched before. It felt huge, uh, thanks to Kevin Kelly. And, obviously, Omega and Tanahashi. So, definitely go back and rewatch that, because I feel like a lot of us have forgotten about that. That's the thing that happens with Wrestle Kingdom main events um, the past few years, and years before the Omega Okada match, um, is it airs last after, like, a long, amazing show. It's Japanese time, so you're fucking tired. I mean, at least with me, I always like doze off during the main event. I I mean, I never watch it on time. Uh, Yeah, so so that's my issue with main events. But every time I rewatch them, I go, this is one of the best matches of the year. So that too. Um, Do we have, uh, we're about to wrap this episode up. Did we we, uh, do worst debut of the year? No, we didn't. Do we do it? Did we do it on this show? We, we can didn't save it for the. We can save it for the second show. We could do it on this show. I think. Yeah. Okay. Worst debut of the year. Worst debut. Sure. All right, because I got one, and I don't think I really, really, but I would say Kane Velasquez on the first SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because it just it for me it was like oh my god this is bad. Yeah. If if I want to be a like, dick, the fiend. Yeah. If I like the way that he looked going up against Lesnar and then. Adding the fact that Kofi had his reign cut short, what was it like eight seconds yeah. or six okay. seconds? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Kane Velasquez, you're right. That shit was trash. That was bad. It's not like. What about you, Zach? Do you, do you think oh, this is right. the worst debut? That was bad. I would All think that was worse. That was worse than the Fiend, bro. On, in every aspect, nobody gave a shit. Yeah. He looked like shit. It was a bad SmackDown leading up to it. Too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was, it was a bad show. Yeah. Everything yep. about it was bad. Kane Velasquez. I thought the promo in the beginning was fine with the STD thing. I Rock that. perfectly fine. You're right. I don't remember that. <laughs> you said that like such a, such a hot high school chick. <laughs> oh wait, that was <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. Yeah, that was Rock. That Becky. was bad. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I mean, you know, the ST thing is like... Dude, I'm still Rocky sucks, dude. Everything I thought when I was seven is just how it's gonna be. Come on, and corporate Rocky Rock sucks. is the fucking Rocky corporate sucks. Rock was the shit. Fuck Corporate me. rock was the shit. How can you fucking deny that? I said, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> when he would wear the $1,000 shirts. That was awesome. Uh, that That's the first half of our award ceremony. If you want to tune in to the second half, you're just going to have to wait to listen to next week. Ain't that fun. And then the week after that. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year's. Happy uh, fucking... Kwanzaa, uh, Ramadan happened already, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, happy St. Patrick's Day. All that shit man. for all the alcoholics who have no one. Because every day is St. Patrick's Day for them. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. Rate and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, get more people into it. Thank you guys for everything this year.